Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in April and May, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Monte Cristo, Especialis No. 2, San Cristobal de la Habana, El Principe, Cohiba, Siglo 5, H. Upman, Half Corona, and Hoyo de Monterey, Double Corona. And for New Worlds, we've got E.P. Carillo, Allegiance, in Sidekick, Davidoff, Late Hour, in Robusto, Aging Room Quattro, Nicaragua Sonata, in Maestro, Dunbarton, Tobacco and Trust, Sin Compromiso, Selección No. 4, and the Davidoff, Winston Churchill, in Bellicoso, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica 5 Cigar Company. It's a handcrafted and artisan story built with a strong foundation by two legends, Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame, and Cuban master blender Hamlet Paredes. The entire line is crafted by Rob and Hamlet and refined with feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can jump on the FOH forum right now and post reviews and comments that go straight to the powers that be. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners. Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off Puro Desnudo Ninfas N7 5-packs and 50-count bundles using promo code FAB5. That's F-A-B-5. Right now at Fabrica005.com. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over 125 bucks US. This offer only lasts one more week. Again, use code FAB5 for 10% off Ninfa's five packs and 50 count bundles for the next week at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order Fabrica5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 18th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. Puba will touch on the history of oil, we'll discuss an upcoming book project on modern Habanos, and Puba will air a grievance with yours truly, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair the Oyo de Monterey Epicure No. 2 with 12-year-aged Aberfeldy Scotch. Another classic Robusto tonight from Cuba, the Hoyo de Monterey Epicure Number 2. I think a uh, definitely when you you know if you get the robusto selection from uh, Habanos, this is definitely one of the five that's in there. A uh, fifty mil, uh, millimeter by four point seven eight inches long, a robusto of course. Um, and I think this is very cool that this is our first tubo that we've done. So this is the first uh, cigar in the pod that we've done that uh, actually has come out of a tubo which we could talk about. But first, I think uh, let's cut this thing and see what we're getting on the, uh, on the cold draw, the wrapper. I used to smoke a lot of these. I don't smoke as many anymore. Same here. I like the, I like the yeah, cigar. I, st- I stored these out of the tubes. I mean, people have different, sometimes people take the caps off, sometimes people off the tube and store them with the cap off. Sometimes they store them in the tubes. I actually took them and bundled them together and just tied a ribbon around them. Just, I figured it couldn't hurt. Um, Cause I was running out of room in the tower and I just to save room so they wouldn't just fall. I just kind of wrapped the ribbon around them. And I, I got 15 of these tubos um, maybe a year ago. And what did, did you get the, ago. they come in like a five by three, right? Like five packs of three tubos. Or was it in a box of 15? No, it was in a box of 15 Got it. Okay. Uh, tubos. Cedar. Uh, no, but it's a, yeah, they're cedar. It, Very you cedar. taste it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Very definitely, cedar. it's a heavily cedar. I guess, is it from the tubo? Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice cold draw. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Hoyas always tastes great in the, in the cold draw. <laughs> Just after you light it, it gets a little questionable. Sometimes. No. Sometimes. Let's All right, let's see, light this thing. Mind. Let's go, light go, this go, thing. Good afternoon smoke. Yeah, it's good in the afternoon. The Hoyo... The Monterey Epi 2, we'll call it. 
Again, a Robusto. I'd say a good morning smoke, too. Yeah. I've had this in the morning. Many I like times. this with a coffee. Yeah, me too. This is a good one with a coffee. So uh, Puba said that these are uh, have been in his humidor about a year, year and a half. So they're pretty young, 19, 20. Um, you know, the, the wrapper is pristine on these sticks. Yeah, Beautiful nice. looking cigar. I guess Puba knows what he's doing. It's funny. These, these really do vary in the quality of the wrappers that you'll get. I, I'm sure different guys in here have gotten various qualities of, you know, at least the aesthetic on the cigar. I have a, a cabinet of these that of 25 that are very rustic and kind of gross looking, honestly. Honestly, I've never yeah. had a beautiful oil. Yeah, well, yeah, that, really that's nice. what I was going to say. I, I, I think it's just a rustic style. It's very but Ramon Ionis-like or, you know, some of those other brands. That, these happen to look really good. Yeah, these are nice. Yeah. Right? It's still a little rustic, but, but I think this is probably one of the best looking yeah. Epi 2s I've and seen. And I'm Agreed. wondering if they pull the nice looking ones for the tubos because some of these get sold in retailers as like single sticks. Mm. You know, so maybe they... I don't think it's that. I just think that sometimes the tubo for, re, you know, for a retail situation, you know, it, it, and they have to travel a long way, obviously, to get to us. I think you'd be surprised paying a little bit extra sometimes, depending on what, you, um, what you're looking for and what's available. Sometimes a tubo is a nice way to go. I got a bunch of E2s and tubos. Why? Because they're not, a, they just for a long time, the, 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 uh, the semi-boyd nature boxes weren't available. Yeah. They just weren't, you know, they were available in tubos and people weren't picking them up at that little bit more premium price. But guess what? They were great. Yeah, they, they, they were really nice. Because they like really keep their shape and the cedar lends a little bit and you take them out, you can, and then how you store them is up to you. But. So on the light, I mean, this is really nice so far. It's very pleasant. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, yeah. The draw is perfect. Another surprise that no one's yeah. having a problem. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, good draw. Mm. The uh, combustion is actually really good, producing a good amount of smoke. Off to a great start. And I think you can see the ash is bright white. Yeah. So uh, to go back to your point, Puba, about tubos and storing them in tubos, I mean, obviously there's, there's various different, you know, different meth methods if you get a bunch of tubos, what you can do with them. You know, like you said, you can store them with the cap off. You can take them completely out. Um, what, what have you found in your experience with tubos or other guys, too? Like, do cigars, you know, keep better in them? Do they keep worse? I mean, obviously, mold problems happen sometimes for folks. I, people do different things. I mean, I don't know. I don't have the answer. <laughs> the, I, I, you know, I take them out of the tubes just because. So serious. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, people talk about a lot of different things. I, 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 I prefer to take them first, take them if I get. I do get tubes, some tubos sometimes. I like to take them out, inspect them all, look at them, check check if there's any mold because mold can can happen. Um, and then sometimes I take some out and I let them, you know, I'll smoke one or something, let them acclimate, smoke one, and then sometimes I'll take them all out. And then I have a bunch of Royal Coronas I bought in tubes too that I just take. I took the caps off. You know, just play around with it and see what works for you. I guess is one way to look at it. So then, I don't think there's any hard and fast rule about it. Yeah, I just take the caps off of mine because I want to pull the humidity down usually you yeah. know, versus when they come in. But yeah, um, but it also protects the cigar, like especially if you're getting it from overseas and stuff. You yeah. Know? I mean, you want to inspect it, but if you keep it in the tubes, it does protect it in your, you know, in your tower or your humid or wherever. And a great way to travel with because they don't. It turns into like a little yeah. cigar, yeah. you know, travel uh, case for, you know, yeah. if you're carrying a single stick. Like I think we talked about it like. Buying a D4, I, you know, Grinder mentioned that Padroni actually makes exclusivos in a, a tubo. You know, going to a wedding, you throw one in your pocket, you yeah. know, you have the tubo. It's, it's a great tool to keep yeah, a single those, cigar. Those E2s in a tube, those oh, are they're fantastic. They're great. They are yeah. fantastic. The yeah, we're talking about the Partagas E2s. Yeah, Partagas yeah. E2s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're great in a tube. So these also come uh, in a, uh, a five by three cardboard pack out of tubos. Uh, so 15 cigars. Uh, in five cardboard packs of threes. They come in a slide lid cedar box of 25, and they also come in a slide lid box of 50 cigars. Uh, I've, only, box. I've only ever got these in an SLB. Me too. Yeah, slide lid box. That's this is my first want. one that, that That's has what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm getting a lot of, uh, I'm getting a mixture of floral and cedar on my cigar here. Very, a lot, very, a lot of cedar. very pleasant. A bit of floral. 
I'm getting the floral too. It, just a little bit. Yeah, which makes it great. Great flavor. It's satisfying so far. Kind of woody and mild and and good. Um, so Hoyo is one of those legend, you know, it's one of those kind of legendary brand names. The name is ubiquitous, not only um, just to cigars, because they obviously have the, the Hoyo brand name that's out of, they make, I believe they make cigars out of both the Dominican Republic and also out of Nicaragua and other places. Um, and that, of course, the, the trade name was, was, uh, was brought out of Cuba after the revolution. Um, so some of this stuff started, if we want to just do a little quick, quick, you know, two minute brand history here or less, uh, Don Jose Janer, um, he immigrated to Cuba from Spain around 1830. Um, when he was at 13 years old, he worked on his uncle's plantation in, uh, Vuelta Abajo, uh, and then 20 years later, uh, he opened his own cigar factory uh, in Havana and began producing a cigar line. And we know this name because we see these pop up once in a while um, called La Cepcion in 1865. So there's a connection there. So that was the first, that was the first brand um, that Don Jose uh, Janer produced. Um, and then he used the money he made um, from La Cepcion to acquire um, one of the premier tobacco farms uh, in, in Vuelta Abajo, which is the premier growing region. Um, and he named it Hoyo de Monterey. And the translation of that is Hole of Monterey. So it's in this valley. And so uh, apparently the soil there is very, very, very good and, and rich for growing tobacco. Um, and it's favored by uh, growers of premium tobacco. Um, brand became super popular um, in Europe, um, and the factory became one of the largest factories in Cuba. Um, he eventually passed away at the turn of the century in 1900, um, uh, and then his daughter took the business over for a little while, and then the family sold the cigar brand um, to focus more on sugarcane farming. Sorry, I'm taking a draw here. Good cigar. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And um, and then uh, the fir a firm called Fernandez uh, Policio Isio uh, bought the Hoyo uh, de Monterey and La Cepcion brands, and then added to them to their already impressive lineup, um, which included Punch and Belinda. Um, and then in the '40s, the La Hoya series was launched, um, along with the Chateau series, which would be later used to create the Davidoff line. Um, uh, and then of the, the time goes by, you start to get to the late fifties. And of course the, the government, the, you know, the revolutionary government, um, takes over and that's kind of the end of the story. And yeah. it gets folded into the, folded into the registry, um, which eventually becomes Cuba tobacco, Habana SA and, and all the rest of it. And then the brand goes off the Island and then stays and then. Yeah, the rest is history. So, like you said, this is one of the six uh, Habanos global brands, alongside Cohiba, Upman, Monte Cristo, Partagas, and Romeo y Julieta. So, this is one of the ones these guys sell a ton of cigars. Um, I think every Cuban cigar smoker has probably had one of these or is, wants to have one of these. And I, I got to be honest, this so far may be one of the best Epi2s <laughs> that I've had. I've had a lot of disappointing Epi2s over my time. Razor sharp burn. The flavor is bready, creamy. Um, All know, very really accurate. Nice. Very accurate. Yep. Yeah. Same here. And I, I'm, sh I'm kind of surprised that, like you said, the ash and, and the burn right now is kind of surprising. I think we're all going to have structurally sound ashes on these cigars today. Yeah. So That's my guess. So the tubo is any, definitely any, a way any, to go. Any, any amount of spice on this? Like yeah. I'm getting a little some, pepper. Like yeah, a little, little pepper. pepper. Yeah. Yeah, like like white pepper though. It's right. not really. Yeah. It's not like a black pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are really nice puba. I think the tubo definitely benefited these cigars. Maybe, maybe. Has anybody had an aged epi two? You have. I've had one, but it was a while back. I mean, okay. I'm talking like, you know, 15 years back, and it was one of the best Hoyo 
the Monterey cigars ever, yeah. other than maybe an HDC, the uh, the double Coronas. So with the Hoyos, I mean, I find like they're not very consistent sometimes. So, and lately the Epi2s have not been very satisfying. Yeah. But this is one of the better ones. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that this is working out well because this is what a good Epi2 tastes like. I'm enjoying this so far and it just, it always frustrates me because I've had some really, really, really enjoyable Epi2s and then so many that are nothing like them and either burn horribly or the flavors really just totally muddled and not at all what you would normally get out of this cigar. But this one, really, really nice flavor. And I think like Gizmo said, you know, a good morning, afternoon smoke. I mean, you'll remember we were at Rooster's house once uh, sitting out on your deck, a nice day. And I lit one of these in the afternoon. That to this day is the best Epi 2 I've ever had. It was randomly, I think I got like a, a 15 pack. It's like they have those small boxes. I don't know if it's like five in a yeah, box. Yeah, five by three, yeah. <clears throat> and it was so aromatic. I mean, Giz was sitting next to me. He's like, what did you just light up? It just felt like it was wafting all over yeah, the deck. It was and there that day. It was, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was. You really enjoyed the cigar that. I remember the day specifically. It was, it was at Rooster's House. Yeah. I remember that. And I've been chasing that ever since, and this is the closest I've come to that. Is it me or is it early, uh, early spring day, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. It was fairly early. Is yeah. Puba subdued today? Got to get you up. What do you, uh, I, 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 <laughs> you, wanna, you want me to. to I need be some animated. I, I need the animated. Came Before we came on air, he was teeing <laughs> off on me, and then as soon as I clicked record, he. Oh, turned into oh, yeah. well, no, He's I, Professor yeah. Puba now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that your belching is a problem. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you know, so Gizmo, our esteemed illustrious producer, um, who has so many redeeming qualities, has some qualities that are that are that we could call them. I don't know. How would, you, how would you characterize them? Just slightly quirky. Um, uh, he eats salads while driving, Actually, I which think- is so odd. I mean, I would—I've I, never eaten a salad. Who the fuck does he that? Told, he told me the other day. Oh yeah, he belched last last session we recorded. Well, I try to get it and out I before said, we go and on I, air. And I mentioned something. You know, what's what's going? Like, what did you eat? Like, like because I'm I'm detecting. Can, something can I refer in the you air. to a medical doctor? <laughs> right, like like the belching because he, he just he doesn't cover his mouth. He doesn't like do the thing where he chokes the belch. He just. He just belches it out, and he goes. He goes. Oh, I just I, I, I ate a salad in the car. <laughs> I go. I, go, you. I like, do. What? I do. <laughs> I go. I go. Wait. You ate a salad in the car? I mean, think about trying to do that <laughs> and drive. It's not like a crunch wrap supreme. I have two hands and a fork. You could just much defense here. Yeah. He does drink a lot of seltzer. I drink a lot of seltzer. <laughs> I mean, he, he pounds Too like much. a gallon of seltzer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, a lot. Every <laughs> hour. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll drink like six of these. What are they? I don't know if they're liters. What are these? Yeah, see, there yeah. you have a whole... See, there it is. One liter. I drink, a, I drink about five or six yeah. of these liters a day. Wow. Like, just move to like mineral water like i'm good you know it's less bubbles you don't burp as much i listen i just i try to get it out before we come on air i'm trying to be considerate to the listener i mean you guys are the you know you take the brunt of that no i understand that i'm fine with it i mean we're we're friends (laughs) it's okay well well, and to that point you know why fought it and raced it when you can burp it and taste it (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) where did that come from pagoda strikes again oh yeah Uh, I think he just struck at the entire group. Oh my god! <laughs> I fought it and wasted. wasted. We just burp it and taste it. I wish it were that easy. Oh like boy, Bart, you know, Bart, fart or burp <laughs> on demand. Yeah, you like you could choose. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> this is a pretty mild cigar. Uh, I'm, I'm oh, really. See, that, oh, did you just do that? I, that was not go. me. Who was that? I that think was that was Rooster. I, no, he said, "Can you do it on, uh, you know, on demand? On demand." I can't. So you did. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. This that is going to be. Subscriber numbers are going to be the, the subtitle. The burping no episode. The burping up. Yeah. You know what that is? That's the all happy, the soy the turkey balls that you <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about That's you guys. I regret part. bringing up this whole topic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Uh, I'm really enjoying the cigar. Honestly, you know, listen, we talk about the, you know, Poob has mentioned several times the Battle of the Robustos and kind of going through. 
the, the Cuban Robusto line, and we still have quite a few to do. But uh, I, I was a little, uh, not hesitant, but like, like Rooster said, and I think Senator said too, I've, I've, ha- I've had some really unsatisfying recent Epi-2s that I just, I have a cab of these in my humidor. I just haven't reached for them. So like when it's cut, you know, we're coming up on what we're going to pick for the pod. A year ago, I would have said, man, I'm really excited to do the Epi-2. We were talking about doing this. I, I, I wasn't excited to come in here and smoke the cigar today. You know, oh, this what specific a, you know, Yeah, I said it, like I said on the, I think on the text string, I, I have no idea how these are going to be um, because I just hadn't touched them, yeah. you know? I, th- I think I smoked one when they first came in and I probably ditched it halfway through, but it wasn't acclimated and that was a long time ago. Yeah. So I think time and, and who knows that when cigars sit in a humidor for a while, you know, you give them you know, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 months, and you just let them sit there, you know, only good things can happen. Yeah. Only, I don't think negative things are going to happen. You well, know? I think, I think you're, we're certainly seeing the fruits of that with the cigar. I, I've, I've had a lot more positive experiences than negative with this cigar. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I just wonder, you know, to your point, I just wonder if the box that I had gotten, that, that cabinet I had gotten was just not a good cab. It's, one, it's, it's definitely the one, like this and the Especial, I always buy, a, I always have those cigars. I don't have many cigars, many Cubans that are on hand, at least not as much as you guys. Uh, but this is a box I always, you know, this and the Especial, I always have these on hand. So well, it's int- I, I, Sorry, I just really wanted to... I, talk about what grinder just said there because i feel like there's a huge debate among lovers of oyo between the epi 2 and the epicure especial so i'm just curious for guys that have smoked both of them and i think most of us have which is your preference and, and how you would even distinguish between them because you looked this up online i mean people are going to war over this <laughs> really I didn't, I didn't know that oh yeah i i mean i i like i love both you know it's like one or the other a or b i'll take a you know a and B any day. <laughs> I tend to like this one better. And the especial is a little bigger, right? I have I have a mm, uh, I think no, it's the longer. same size. Oh, it's I, a little longer. It's a, have, yeah. I think it's a little longer. A bit. Let me pull it up here. Oh, oh yeah, so it's, it's thinner. The especial is it's fifty by five and a half. Okay. So it's a little. So this is a four point seven eight. Yeah, eight exactly. And I, it's this is the same I think ring the gauge. SPSCL has a little bit more strength. I agree. That's you know, I how I would right. describe yeah. the you're difference. Abs- you're actually, them. you're right. You are right. A little yeah. bit more. Yeah. I think it's got a little bit more flavor and True. a little more strength. Mm. But I've had a lot of consistency issue, uh, issues with that cigar where this, I, it's still a problem, but I've had more enjoyable experiences smoking an Epi 2 than I have the Especial. Me so too. That's, Same that's here. I, but, 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 Senator, didn't you have a couple that were like, that blew you away that made you buy more the especial yeah uh, and then you then you had a bad experience and you're just like fuck it yeah i mean i had a bad box where i just had to like waste basically a box of these right um but my best epi especial doesn't top my best epi two i've ever had so when they're at their best i i have to give this cigar the edge so i'm, a, I'm so- in the epi two camp so rooster, uh, rooster, I procured some, and I think we got. I procured some, and gave. And rooster, I think I gave you some of them, or I got. Maybe it was two boxes. No, I don't. Like, I don't think it was the Epicure. It was Epi one. I oh, went in. Was, on, I went oh, in on you. It was uh, the Epicure one number yeah. one. Yes, and those I think it didn't was the LCDH, wasn't it? No, no. We, we went. We went in on Epi ones. Right, and and they weren't good right out of. Uh, right away but maybe if you look at pick them up six that, that was a number of months ago that was, that was, was like we last, were that, that we were like still at the uh, we were still at the last year so i mean yeah. i bet if you revisited one of those yeah, at some should. point over the summer in and just check them out i bet they'll smoke we'll better them. yeah the, the thing that surprised oh sorry just quickly the thing that surprised me with the epi one i feel like it's not as it doesn't have the sweetness that the epi two has it's definitely more earthy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. no i was just gonna say Epi versus Especial, both cigars are are cigars that, for me, mean a lot because when I first started smoking cigars again heavily, I always wanted to have a Cuban cigar and I couldn't get, I didn't have the channels, as it were, that I have now. And I have a really fond memory of like 2012, 10 years ago, I was on a business trip with 
my boss, uh, we went to Paris and we were there for a day. We were actually in London working, but we went to Paris. We took the train over and were there for a day. We had left the business meeting and we were like, before we get on the Eurostar, let's go to the Eiffel Tower and let's smoke a cigar. And we picked up two Hoyo de Especiales and I have this awesome picture underneath the Eiffel Tower just smoking a cigar. Oh, that's awesome. And, it just kept, and like from any anytime this and the, you know, anytime these kind of these these Hoyos come up, I'm always it, they could taste mediocre and I'll still, you know, appreciate them. Okay. You gotta have a connection. Here's a connection. question for all of you. Um, you know, we have inconsistent in, in, inconsistency issues with the Monty too, like we do with this cigar. Yeah. Which has more inconsistency issues in your, in your opinion? It's just my opinion, but my personal experience has I been Hoyos have been more inconsistent okay. than Monty's have by far. Okay. But, but with Monty number two's bringing up the rear relatively close in, in my, some of my experiences but again everyone hasn't had that same experience so oh i have um yeah uh some people have had better luck than others but mm. um, this is certainly i mean my cigar is certainly burning pretty well no corrections really so far yeah mine too um, delicious and i don't know what it is we've talked about this before but I, it's so satisfying when you have a cigar with a bright white ash yes it's a weird thing <laughs> just the contrast between the darker wrapper and the the white ash and um there are not a lot of cubans that that happens with yeah, and magnesium in the soil yeah it, it makes it whiter um this cigar more than any other epi2 i've had is reminding me of the uh the uh, 2018 double coronas that we have um the long ones right in flavor yeah just in flavor and also in, in a little bit of the white ash thing I, you know the, the couple of those that i've had um i've gotten really nice bright white ashes on those and really? flavor wise they've been very the, you know at least the first two-thirds is very creamy obviously the end picks up quite a bit but it could be reminiscent of that yeah but i think it's just more it's, it's definitely fuller flavor on the htc i i find that to be very i guess in the satisfaction department right that is a satisfying cigar to me and just, this is definitely doing it right now. Just don't call it a fun day, okay? <laughs> Bam, flipping the script. <laughs> I missed something there. <laughs> Every chance I get. Yeah, Bam always uh, <laughs> says that cigars taste like fundies. Fuck so that's you. That's kind of become a running joke that anytime he lights up. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck Harden. Fuck Harden. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's been a fucking lousy day. Yeah, construction. See, it's like a nice. That nice little, um, the, I ashed it, and look, it's got that nice point, which means, um, the the it, well, the 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 filler isn't outpacing the wrapper. It also means that you you have kept them at the optimal condition, you know. Yeah, yeah your tower so. must be spectacular right now, as far as the conditions are concerned. Puba. It's like sixty three, yeah, something like that. That's good. It was between 63 and 64. You know, honestly, if these were consistent, this is a great cigar to start your evening with. I think it's a great cigar to start your day with. Yeah, that yeah. too, of course. I think yeah. this is first cigar of the I day. Started, but I if you're doing, many days if you're, with this if you're doing yeah. a cigar sit down with the guys and you're going to smoke three or four or five, this is a good starter. Yeah. If it's good and consistent like this one is tonight. I, I love that we have our own like barometer of like just a normal <laughs> three, four, five day cigar. <laughs> like this, five, five cigar sessions. That's great. Yeah. I mean, most people smoke one to two cigars a week, maybe. We're, de we're fucking demented. Especially yeah. when you guys hang out till, like, till the sun comes up. You guys. I love you. You guys. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, you, been you there, guys. There. You don't remember it, but you've been there, Rooster. Be careful. Oh, you, point. you may get choked out tonight. <laughs> the sun was coming up. Oh, I man. love matches. I love using matches. I was going to ask you, Puba. So Puba's got really long, nice uh, uh, matches that he's been lighting his cigars with tonight. And uh, I'm love curious, it. why why are you so into that? It seems I just inconvenient. think when you light, so when you, when you look, just try them tonight, now your next cigar. Okay. When you light a cigar with a match, I just feel like the first, when it first, when you, like that first part of it, it's just much more satisfying. Like it just doesn't. There's no fuel. <laughs> no, it's not that there's more fuel. Like a soft flame, if you're in indoors like we are, um, it's always great to use a match. Where did you, where did you get like that Like back box? when I was at the lounge, <laughs> where did I, you always get that use, I always would use the match inside the lounge because why not use the match? Um, uh, but I don't like school. short matches. I like long matches. Yeah. Um, but I find that like 
sometimes like off the initial light, if, if you heat it up too much, it can just be a little bit bitter and you can get a really good light with a match. Like I lit this with one match. Well, really? I, yeah. Okay. Not two matches, one match, it, but just burned perfectly. I would love for you to explain this to Rocky Patel because I've told this story before when I was in a Rocky yeah. Patel lounge in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And they told me Rocky Patel does not believe in matches, which is why in their cigar lounges there are no matches to be found anywhere. I don't see which why is that, fucking ridiculous. I don't it see why ridiculous. that would be a we thing. We just lost but half of our if you could, <laughs> <laughs> But if you well, but it might have been lunacy. I mean, you're taking a soft flame, and you're and you're and you're it's natural, and you're just gently lighting the cigar. I just don't see how that. As long as you you know you heat it up properly and you. And you, you know, Believe you me, toast it a little bit and you just, you rotate the cigar like you should properly. And then you take a couple puffs and it just ignites. It's just magical. You're no, preaching to the choir. I, this is the only place in America I've ever seen that says we don't have matches and calls himself a cigar light. The whole thing doesn't make maybe sense. Maybe they want to sell lighters. He likes to sell a lot of stuff, that guy. No, but you need good matches. <laughs> you know what I mean? To sell a lot of stuff. <laughs> Love that. I don't know. Maybe he probably has Rocky Patel gold-plated lighters. That's true. That's probably true. He's that's like, probably very true. Because you know, that, because that, that's, you know, he's, it's an opportunity to sell a high-priced, you know, Our, cheap lighter hey listen i respect the hustle he's very commercial which is great very mm -hmm. commercially oriented which yeah. god bless the man he's on yeah but yachts and boats and <laughs> boats and yachts and he's got vacationing a and you got a boat and big old watches hey, do, you, do you know him you is, you, do you the, know him in the boat do community dock, dock in the same <laughs> docking space is that what you call it a dock lot I've heard of like a, I don't know what the term would be, like an old, uh, I don't want to say old, I, I, it's like an old wives' tale, but about cigars that there's like an old school rule of like to light a cigar, you need two matches. That's, I've, I heard that, I've heard that a couple times. Somebody told me that. Well, you once. may, you may need three. It's just, you know, like a two match rule, like how to light a cigar with two matches. Well, it depends you know. on the length of the match, I guess. Yeah. It depends on the length of the, the match. The quality as well. <laughs> Yeah, the you draw don't want a bit of sulfur. Just pour a little butane on the match before you light up. You'll be just fine. <laughs> or the cigar. I mean, Can this will lit up. I mean, it's some tequila. I'd like to see that. <laughs> well, we're halfway through. And I really, I, you know, I'm very happy. I'm really actually enjoying this Robusto. Yeah, it's really nice. I think we're all right there with you, man. Surprisingly good. It's so very creamy, very try, smooth. Try doing one thing. Try awesome. blowing through the cigar and then take a... Purging it? Yeah. Purging. Right. I always purge. I was talking to, actually, we had this conversation the other night. I love that. I always purge my cigar. Like, when I toast it, I'll toast it first, and then I'll put it in my mouth and purge it, and then I'll light it. There's, especially there's with a, a new cigar that's not aged cigar. so much, it, mm. it's a good idea to purge it to let all the Honestly, I've stale never, smoke I've never out. done that. Um, if there's any ammonia in there, it'll get rid of that. I don't see the value in that, but okay. I've read it for some new cigars. I'm joking. If you let a cigar, uh, well, what it does is it can blow some of the carbon carbon out. If you if you take a cigar and let's say you put it down and you go to flip some steaks and then your mother-in-law comes and she starts some big, long conversation that you don't want to have with her. <laughs> and then you go back and you get back to your agenda, which is really probably having a cocktail, grilling a steak and... Having a cigar. Avoiding your mother-in-law or something. <laughs> um, and then you light your cigar back up. Um, it's always a good idea to, uh, to purge the cigar. Because it gets like, when a cigar goes out, it gets all kind of carbonized, you know, around it. Yeah. So like I tend junk. to purge it when I let it go. I don't do it necessarily like Rooster was talking about that often sometimes. Yeah. Um, but particularly if I let one just kind of go out on its own. There was a there was a um, a cigar shop in Arizona. Two guys that had a a, a, a YouTube channel together. They worked for a, a like a brick and mortar in Arizona, but they had a pretty well followed YouTube channel. And it was a big guy, and um, he had uh, he still sells cigars. I don't. It used to be like Cigar Daily or something like that on YouTube. Um, and he would always, you know, you know, he was trying to evangelize the world on doing the uh what do you, purge. whatever you, the purge yeah, every time out. you light light purge and then you know uh inhale or not inhale but take it in 
I don't know where I I don't know where I learned of it. I don't think it was uh, from him on YouTube, but very well could have been. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know I know of him. I think I've seen clips, but I don't know the name. He's the guy who's he's very hyper. He's very enthusiastic. Very hyper. Hi, I'm. Yeah. Somebody's got to Google him. Uh, Jeremy, Jared. I'll pull uh, it up. Cigars Daily. He's very hyper. They have a retail operation website that they run, and they. They sell all New World cigars. And he may, Hi, I'm Tim. I think his name's Tim. N- no, Tim is the other guy. Tim's the smoking. Oh, Viking. I know. You, I know this guy. Yes, they were. They were. They were buddies, and then they split up. Maybe they're still buddies, but they were. They work together. This guy still. He put out a, a video eight hours ago, but I think it's just him now. Yeah. No, it's just, it's been just him for like a year or so. It's Tim. It is Tim. Tim. Yeah. Tim Swanson. Tim Swanson. He's got a. I mean, look, cousin of Ron Swanson. Running a good. I mean, they're running a good business off that off that uh, website. So, good for them. All right, boys. Let's talk about our Scotch pairing tonight. It's very good. Very good. Who's got the details on the Aberfeldy? What What is this? A fifteen or a twelve? Looks like a twelve. 12. It's a twelve. Aberfeldy twelve. Um, let's sip this thing and see what it's like. It's delicious. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I actually think it pairs really well with this cigar because I get honey notes from the scotch, and I feel like it pairs well with the creaminess of the yeah. Epi 2. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just picked it up. Um, yeah. What is it in there? It's it, velvety. It kind of, or is it, it like coats your mouth? It's like sweet and kind of is viscous. Yeah. That's a... a um, Grinder word. It's, there's some viscosity. <laughs> there's some viscosity. There is. <laughs> is this the wrong word to say that it has a little bit of a bite to it? Uh, no, I get I a bite. Is that sure. like I'm getting so, a little bit of like an oomph to it? It's no funny rules. that you say that because, and this is what happens, right? When we put a, an, a, an ice cube or two in this, I I've become a little puba like, and that I now like to really taste this before we get on on air, and it it does it does have a little bit of a bite to it. Um, but as the ice is melted, I mean, now the bite's gone and, and it's all that water that's in there with it. But if you have this neat or even just if this were a big cube that was melting really slowly, there is a little bit of a bite to it. It's not a, it's not that offensive. It's not a bad scotch, but you can tell it's it's not as well matured as certain other, you know, 12 year single malts. Where is what region is this? Because it definitely. Well, yeah. What is it? So Highland. Yeah. Do you know what? Just Highland. Yeah, yeah. Well, you asked the region. That, that's the I region. think Central Highland or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. So the distillery is located in Aberdeen, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's near Lochte, uh, near the center of Scotland. So it's not far from Speyside, but it's technically in Highland. That's what they say on their website. The fascinating part of this scotch is I just was quickly looking this up. Uh, Doers, I don't know if they still own it. They do. But at one point they did. Okay, so they still do. And Dewar's uses Aberfeldy in as the the main component in a lot of their blends. So they're like Dewar's white label. A lot of it is, I don't know that it's Aberfeldy 12, but it is some Aberfeldy that they use. That's interesting. It's a majority. Cool fact. It says it's distilled in pot stills from 100% malted barley, produced only at uh, one distillery, obviously. You know, I guess I can see that a little bit. Now, probably none of you have had a sip of Dewar's in recent history, but... I actually have. My father-in-law really likes it. Yeah. Yeah, my dad My dad um, will sometimes have Dewar's or J&B with a lemon. And it's such an old man drink. My dad yeah. drank it, yeah, uh, no, Dewar's on the Rocks. He's going to be 78 at the end of the month. That's, mine's not too, you know, so, too far behind, you know. He, uh, he gets a dispensation from any <laughs> any kind of judgment whatsoever. <laughs> Listen, from, his cat's from, named McCallan, so it's okay. That's yeah. correct. But like he'll still drink like a lemon. He'll take like a like a lemon twist, you know. And, and it's class, 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 class. So I wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out. We actually didn't talk about this. I I, put, I did send it out in the chat uh, at one point, but I am all in on. Uh, this new release that's coming out. So we often reference, and I think it's kind of the gospel of Cuban cigars, cubancigarwebsite.com. It's a simple website, has everything you could possibly want to know about a cigar that you're smoking from 
you know, being able to check if you have authentic bands and, and presentation and, and different facts about cigars. And they have everything that's ever been released. And the curator of that website is going to be releasing a really nice uh, book, which is going to lay out everything about Cuban cigars um, over the last 20 years, which is kind of the follow-up to Min Ron Nee's book. Yeah, prob- well, let's, that's a big comparison in terms of... Uh, Min Ron Nee has actually endorsed this. Oh, he has. He's friends with him. Yeah, oh, he is. It's, it's very legit. Because people... Um, in the community that 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 we um, that we socialize with, somewhat know the guy who runs Cuban Cigar website, and uh, I his name escapes me, but it's been mentioned before. Uh, but I think this is a great thing to do because Minron Nee's book one is super expensive, and two it's outdated a little bit at this point, although so comprehensive and an unbelievable book, but. It would be really nice for someone to do something. So, yeah, Minron Nee kind of covered the post-revolution until about 2002. And this book is going to cover uh, 2002 to present. Uh, and it's called El Habano Moderno, Cuban Cigars of the Modern Era. And if you go to cubancigarwebsite.com, there's a Kickstarter. And to give you an example of how well this is doing, uh, his original goal to fund this book was 28000 bucks on Kickstarter. Uh-huh. And in only, I don't know, two it's- weeks... He's almost at one hundred and fifty-six thousand dollars. Oh, that's wonderful! So, I, you know, I think putting it out there, I'd, I, I bought the highest level that I could that was reasonable. That's I mean, there's wonderful. like an eight thousand dollar level. I didn't do that, but there's one. There's different versions, collectors editions. You can, it, you know, the books are going to be really nicely bound. They're coming in like a cigar box. There's a Kickstarter edition, and there's going to be a retail edition. You can buy it. You know, retailers and whatnot. It's but fabulous. It's really, really nice. It's really well done. And I encourage all of our listeners to go to CubanCigarWebsite.com, click the little banner uh, with the blue and red book, and check out what uh, what is coming here. Because this is going to be a, a great resource for guys like us and, and our listeners who are really into Cuban cigars. Cool. So check it out. It's wonderful. So that other book that you mentioned, is that available? You know, the Minron Knee book, I yeah. mean, I know Gizmo has one. I have one. Um, but there's, can I you get it? You can find them, but they're super expensive. Like you can only buy them secondhand. Five hundred dollars. I've seen them for more, more than, than that. that yeah. yeah, a lot more than that. Yeah, they're research. about a thousand bucks right yeah. now on eBay. So wow. There's a guy who was selling one recently. I, uh, German edition. German. Though. Yeah, German yeah. edition. Yeah, the That's English. The English edition. Ha- the English edition is about a thousand. That's not helpful. Well, yeah, grinder could translate it for us. Oh yeah, he could. Yeah, they, so they're very hard to find, and, and what's unfortunate about it is he only did really one pressing, Min Run Nee. Um, he only did one pressing, and, and the versions you find, if you get one in decent condition, you're lucky. Um, it's a big, thick book, you know, hundreds of pages, really nicely done. Like Puba said, and I think this is filling the gap, it kind of stops in 2002. So it's really a, a history, but cigars you can buy today, only cigars like the Epi 2 that have been around since that, you know, very long time. A lot of cigars have been canceled and whatnot. So it's not a resource for that. But it's, Cance- uh, it's canceled cool. Canceled culture is just outrageous. Yeah. It even affects Habanos. Even Habanos. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys getting uh, on it's the Epi 2 right it's now? Great. It's tasty. Yeah. I would say at the midway point, it picks up just a little bit in strength. Yeah. Are folks it's getting that? Just up. a bit. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I think so. In a nice way. Yeah, very Oh, nice. yeah, in a great way. In a nice way. And, and, and it's, it's a really mellow kind of... So pleasant. A mild and pleasant yeah. cigar. It's one of the uh, better Epi-2s we've had in a while. Oh, totally. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It's, I'm very happy about that. I mean, the thing I'm taking away from this is if I'm willing to give <laughs> Oyo another shot, it's maybe to go the Tubo route like you did, Puba. Maybe. I, I, have, I will say I have heard... Like many cigars, that the twenty ones of these are really, really good. How are the twenty twenty twos? We'll find out when you uh, when you share that's them. All, that's all you smoke. You should know. <laughs> yeah, I'm flying down to get them as soon as they roll them. <laughs> right off the farm. Yeah, this is nice, right? It's it's really, it's kind of relaxing, and and you can you could I think you could bookend this. You could you could start your evening with a cigar like this. If you've had a number of cigars, you could end your evening with a cigar like this. You could start your day. So it's pretty versatile. I mean, it is not a D four 
in terms of strength that even close um it's it's one it, it's one in five in the five cigar lineup it is yeah, yeah. I, I you know it, it's it's distinctly different from the the you know the other popular robustos um so it has a lot of merit so they're a, good. a box of uh, 15 of these tubos right now, and I have, I have on us, is going for $235. Uh, a box of 50 is going for 660, uh, $655 in a sliding lid box. So you're looking at, what, $10, $11, $12 bucks a stick? $12 bucks a stick? Bin. So that's not too bad. <laughs> I would take the RAS over that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good 50 that's cap a, that's of a, but honestly, price. It's Look, a very fair price. price. And especially we're talking right now, the prices are way up. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, I was getting these for nine, ten bucks a year ago. I'm so. going to piggyback behind Senator. I'm going to get two bows and try them again. I, I didn't say I was going to buy them. I said if I did, I would get two bows. <laughs> two bows. I'm going to try them. You got them. We'll try them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I like know, the way you think, Rooster. It's <laughs> one of those things if you're on, if you're, if you're, if you're on, if you're buying, if you're in that mode. I go in phases where I always a little bit. So if you're buying and it's like, you know, I think for me, it's like I really didn't need, uh, you know, I don't really want 25. You know, I just don't want 25 of them because I'm not going to smoke them that that often. And, um, you know, the two boats, the two boats are there and they're just available. And that's what I, you know, what I chose to, to, to pick up. So. I think it's important to have a, a collection of tubos, no matter what, for for emergency purposes. To your point, stick it in the in the breast pocket, hop in the hop in the truck, <laughs> go go to the wedding, go to the golf course. You know, because you're you don't want it to get all fucked up and wrangled. And yeah, just, so, you yeah put it in your pocket. Totally and it, totally. And I I like the E two tubos, the the D four tubos. Yeah. The, I keep. Uh, I don't always throw away all the tubes. I just throw them in a box. And just keep them there. So if I grab a D4 or if I grab, and by the way, any Robusto will fit in the thing. Yeah. Who cares what, you know, it doesn't have to match. You could fit a D4 in this tube and it would work. The it's only great, thing I will say idea. about the Oyo tubos, and Bam had it happen to him before we went on air. For whatever reason, this is all the Oyo tubos. Because I've actually, I have bought some Oyo tubos before. Happened to Puba as well. They, the they, they. They don't stay together. They 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 yeah. open so easily, and it makes me nervous because the whole point you 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 love traveling with a tubo. You can throw it in your pocket, and it's not going to open, yeah. or it's going to be safe. And it really opens you very easily. So the interesting thing, if the, there was a click, they happen. No, that no, would be nice because Particus makes a tubo, and their tubo stays. Can shut, I tell you so why it stays shut? It it stays shut because the Partagas tubo has a matte finish. Oh yeah, these are glossy, mm. and these are super super glossy. Yeah. It also the Partagas tubo also has a click like a, there's a raged bevel on the side. That's oh, why I think it, like, you're it's right there too. That yeah. like kind of yeah. locks it in place. That yes, locks it in place a little bit. There's that too. I love I love the technicality of this conversation. Love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking awesome. Come <laughs> on, we're nerds. We're cigar where, nerds. Where else, <laughs> where else are you going to hear this kind of detail? Come on, listeners, pay attention. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I'm I'm hoping that uh, Puba doesn't mind if I keep this because I will definitely, you know, I, I he's given me a he gave me a, a D4 tubo that I have actually used going to a wedding. I I just throw another cigar in it and go. Yeah, like, you know. And, and the other great thing about tubos is they make great gifts. Ah, yeah, they make great handouts. It's you know? cool. Yeah. You know, so if you're going somewhere and you have some cigars, whether you're going to a wedding or a social event or wherever, you know, when you give somebody a tubo, even a, like a, a Partagas or a Hoyo or a Boulevard Tubo, you know, a Royal Corona. They they go they go. Oh, this is kind of. And then for that person who may not have a humidor, dude, you can like you'd be surprised. You can keep a cigar in a tubo yeah. for yeah. like a long time, Tubos. like like like, and it'll survive. Yeah. They, they give me like so many flashbacks of going to like the Muni Golf Course, and they have like totally. the, the 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 R and J, the Dominican R and J, and these like tubos that are. And ne right next to the acids and in this like small little glass case. <laughs> no, totally. You know what I mean? Totally. And, and, and like the Padron, what's the Padron that comes in the tubo? There's two. There's the Soberano and the Presidente. Presidente. Also the 90th. The 90th. The 90th. The 90th. So I have a 90th tubo that I just keep and it fits an exclusivo in there perfectly. Mm. So if I go to the if I go to play golf and I need an, and I put an exclusivo and I pop it in that tube, you throw it in your golf bag. You, wherever and you're ready to like you're ready for action so tubes are great they are 
But again, to the listener, I, I have to repeat it. If you're getting, if you're ordering tubas, when you get them in, the best thing to do just to make sure that you're controlling humidity and acclimating them is either take them out of the tubas or at minimum, just take the lids off and store them in your humidor with the lids off. That's can you, the best uh, way to pre- prevent mold. Can you get any um, acclimation while still in the tubo, though? I would think so, but I don't know. Well, I, I know I've seen and heard about people, they get tubes, they check them, and then they just put them in the tube and then just put them away. Really? Yeah, did, yeah did because they're, right not, the they're not tightly sealed. So humidity definitely gets inside of that tubo. They're not sealed tight. Yeah. Tuba, how did you store these? Were these? I showed you in the text. They were out and he banded oh, them. Oh. He, he bundled them right. together, like right. a 25 cap. Yeah, like I took a, a, a so, band from a cabinet that I had. Cool. You put and, some work in. I and like then it. I just I stacked them up uh, together. Awesome. And, Very cool. And, is- uh, and, and wrapped them up and just put them in the back of the humidor. Awesome. Very enjoyable. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. All right, boys, let's, um, let's do a liquor rating Ooh. on the Aberfeldy 12. The formal liquor formal, rating. Formal liquor. It's very formal, this rating. <laughs> it's so formal. It's the most formal rating we I have. I don't know why I said that on that first intro, and we've just we kind of stuck with it. Should I, should I, get, should I change? Hold on. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to change in the black tie, and we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll lend Gizmo a tux. Yeah. I, I have a tuxedo. I'm ready. Look at you. When I did, do. When did you procure a tuxedo? Uh, do you really want me to tell you? For oh, a yeah. funeral. Yeah. All right. When I went to the Grammy Awards, I was Grammy nominated, and I bought Look a tuxedo. Oh yeah, I had it tailored. Oh. Oh. So, so one fact about our producer: Grammy nominated Gizmo, Grammy nominated <laughs> artist. <laughs> Lizards are in good shape. That here. would have never come up had it not been for tuxedos. <laughs> you arrogant asshole! We would have found a way. That, that was actually the sweetest humble brag I've ever heard. I love it. Awesome. That's you, why you I jumped on that there. pretty quick. Though. Of course like, I did. How could I not? How could I not? That's true. There's not many openings like that. Or, There's that are, not that are many people happen. that were well, nominated for a Grammy. Well, That's you, true. You were nominated for a Grammy, and I was recently nominated for uh, oh, feels yeah. like uh, an Oscar for uh, my my line of work. It's yes. been wonderful. <laughs> I can't wait More to like see it. More like a Razzie. <laughs> the, uh, the lizards are going to have a table there. It's going to be excellent. excellent. I will put on the tuxedo for that. Can That's big time. That's big time. That would be so awesome. We would like totally troll the fuck out of that thing we would get kicked out of there so fast this table it would be bad we would light up right at the table all right boys let's do the formal liquor rating on the Aberfeldy 12 bam bam you're up i'm at an eight eight Mm -hmm. very good tasty delicious grinder what do you think of Aberfeldy? i'm at a six i'm a seven okay pagoda senator I'm right there with Pagoda. I'm at a seven. I am also at a seven. I'm right between Grinder and Bam. Seven here. Yeah, I'm at I'm at a seven too. I, I really like it. Um it's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I well resen- said. I, very formal. Very <laughs> formal. Very formal. Uh, I, re- I resent very the implication, formal. but we'll we'll move on to rooster score. <laughs> <laughs> How's your Starbucks rooster? <laughs> so the, uh, Starbucks is a ten. Starbucks ten. Starbucks is a ten. All right, so what's the, uh, what's the formal liquor rating here? The formal liquor rating is very simple. Seven. 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 Aberfeldy 12 with a seven. How much was this bottle? I bought it, and I don't remember. I think it was about 50 bucks. No, it's cheaper. I it think it's around 38 bucks or 40 oh, okay. It's 40 to 45 bucks. Yeah, I, I mean, the thing, just for some context, I think we should all talk a little bit about why we rated it what we did. For me, I think it's a good everyday scotch. Like, if I was just casually just hanging out and going to pour a scotch, I, I would pour a bottle of this, um, you know, for, for hosting friends and a, a, a night out, I, I wouldn't necessarily pull for the, I wouldn't reach for this bottle. There was nothing overly offensive about it, but there are some rough edges. It's a very straightforward scotch. I don't think there's all that much complexity. And so for those reasons, for me, it's a seven, I would drink it again, but I'm not going to reach for it for any sort of occasion. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great value. Yeah, it's good value. So I gave it the highest score in the room and I gravitated toward the honey notes and little sweetness and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 Nice balance. No, I think the characterization that uh, you made, Senator, is pretty accurate. It's very pleasurable. Is it, is it, is it outstanding? Um, not, not really, but it's good. It's really very good. I, th- I think it's, it's a really solid, I think it's a solid scotch. It's not memorable to me in any way. It's a good uh, score. I would never reach for it, but I can't, you know, it's good. It's just, 
I would reach for 10 other things before I, yeah, and I this, would reach for this. The last thing I'll say, just to give it some credit, I mean, for that price point, which is a very difficult that's price very point difficult. for a single mall. How yeah. much is it? It's 40 bucks. That's 45 good. at well, most. That's, oh, yeah. look. I mean, so it's, it's cheaper than uh, Little Bay. Yeah. Which is Little Bay went up price. to like 50, 52, 55 even but, some places. But a better scotch. I th- I think it's a. Eh, I, I don't know about that. I now would reach know. for this. Over I don't know about bay. that. Yeah, I agree. I uh, agree. Maybe I gave the little bay though. So I could have to go back and see, but this was very good. I mean, I would. It's 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 a good, pleasurable drink. There's nothing offensive about it. It's just not as complex as something that would get a higher score. But it's very good. So uh, we're in the last third here on the Epi Two guys. What are you? Uh, so, how are you feeling about? I it? am getting more pepper now. And that white pepper is accurate, and that's just ramping up for me. Same. Yeah, but still very enjoyable. I actually like the last third the best. It's really nice right now. It's It's because there's more flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's the last third for some, but I'm nothing other than that. (laughs) You are. Yeah, it's kind of, it kind of like, it has its own, it has like its own thing. Yeah. So I think like it, it, it has merit or in that, Maybe what it lacks in strength and what maybe what it lacks in some, some like heavy spice is a virtue in terms of what it is and represents and where it fits within the Habana Sase catalog within all the Robustos. I mean, it kind of has a place. Like there's a place for it, you know? Um, so I think that's a virtue. And to your point, I have, I've yet to have any oil, any Cuban oil that's really full in flavor, I think their sweet spot is a medium cigar. Yeah, like a mild to medium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it really is a mild to medium smoke. Um, what do you? I, I mean, not to compare, but from a flavor standpoint, with the robustos, other cigars in the Habanos catalog, what would you put this near in in, in flavor? Because it, it to me, and I, the reason why I'm asking that is I'm sitting here thinking about. Different robustos that we've had. It's the Bolivar, the D4, the uh, the Royal Robusto from Upman, the Ras, the Ras, oh, the, Cohe- the Coro. I would guess maybe it's the closest would be the, the Cohiba, but I don't even no, know if I'd I say know that. About that. No. Yeah. I think I this is know. one step below those it's those lo- robustos. Yeah. It's the mildest I think of any I of agree. the popular Cuban That's robustos. Right. That's right. That's right. Place it. But it has merit and it's respectable. Which is a virtue in the cigar. Yeah. That, that, I think that, it has its, pla- has its place in that Robusto portfolio. It, it does. It, it really does. I, you know, in the morning, if you first wake up. I love I love that. I that, do. I, I love do that too. morning cigar so And much. you're not in the mood for the 90th. It's so, it's the best. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> I think that this would go really well. You know, remember we had that, that bagel set up with locks and capers oh. and onions? Oh, man. Man. oh my gosh. Rooster. Rooster hooked Rooster us up hooked on that. Us up. That was phenomenal. And I'm not a locks guy. And I was, was like, give me some. That was oh, the so I missed that. I regret missing that. <laughs> that was a good day. Do it that again. was a great this day. This would have Please. been a perfect cigar with that and coffee. That's true. Oh, yeah. This would have been perfect yeah. for, for breakfast. Well, yeah, like a little salmon. Or, so or, or if you were locks, to locks pairings with cigars, but by the way, <laughs> official official lizard locks pair, <laughs> but formal like, locks rating, formal locks, yeah, sorry, formal locks rating, yeah, but this with like if this with a bloody, yeah, with a bloody in the in the in the morning with a little smoked salmon, like some Nova, and you know or whatever, or early in the evening. I don't know. I don't know about because the bloody's so sh- strong. It goes flavor. so good with tobacco. It goes good with like oh, all yeah. tobacco. No, I'm with Puba. And I yeah. say this as a recent convert I, after reading the book of Puba on bloodies. <laughs> and when I started making these at home and lighting up a cigar with it in an early afternoon or even morning, it does pair surprisingly well. I was very skeptical. I got to say, I got to give it to him. He's exactly right. Yeah. How many it, shots it when you do like a 12 ounce a 12 ounce bloody. How many shots? It's a very personal question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I found, I found. It's alcohol. I'd like to invoke my Fifth Amendment privilege <laughs> on the advice of counsel. Commander, <laughs> I think it's equal amounts of tomato juice and vodka. <laughs> That's aggressive. I've been in those scenarios where I was like, that was a little, that didn't give me enough oomph, you know? Didn't give me enough kick. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
Go ahead, Pooba. You saw. <laughs> did you, I did see your video. Did you yes. see the video? Your tutorial. <laughs> did you see the video? What did I say when I when I did the mix? I forget. I just I just poured the vodka. And I said I, I said you add the you add this 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 this. I was doing the alternative to the Dimitri's mix, yeah. the homemade. And I said, and you add the vodka. I like copious amounts. Yeah, it's a personal preference. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I th- I do think with the pepper. The pepper flavor in this cigar, I, th- I do think it would pair well with a bloody. I, I just got, the last time I had a bloody, I put too much of that Dimitri's in, and it just, it rocked my world. It was, like, so strong. No, you oh, yeah, can. you need very, like, just a, like, tablespoon. I know. I, me- I, I messed it up. I totally. <laughs> That's it. Rooster loves spice, so I had a bloody Rooster made. Four or four ounces. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he just douses that. I was literally coughing. I just had like pepper in the back of my throat. I couldn't get rid of. I like a little more. So if you're putting, the, if it's, if it's it about a third. If you cut, I, I so if you have the glass and the ice, I, I generally go like just under halfway, and with the vodka, and then top it off with the because the viscosity of the tomato juice, and once you do the whole mix up and mash up, it just I don't know for me. It's just personal what the, you like. The thing I will say with when you make a bloody with a very generous pour of vodka, it adds like a sweetness to the bloody. Like, you know, you have like the the acidity from the tomato juice, right? And I'm vividly thinking of when I'm on airplanes and I order a bloody and I've got a flight attendant, you know, some will just put one thing of vodka and a lot of them will put two. And when there's that second little airplane bottle in there, it just has this wonderful, sweet, balanced quality about it. So I, I'm very much in favor of a liberal pour because it just, it balances out so well. I really love the yeah, taste. Yeah, I, I had a Mr. Tease on, I, I said I'd like a Bloody Mary, make it a double, and they mixed it up and they brought it to me on Delta and I, and I, and I drank it and it just with the Mr. Tease. See, this is why the Mr. Tease is actually serviceable in a pinch. Because it's not that spicy and there's not so much horseradish in it. Like, it's not trying to be more than what it is. It's just like spicy tomato. It's like flavored tomato juice. What, what's your what's your what's your like perspective on, or position rather, on using a straw? Don't you need you need a straw for the, to get the the spice at the bottom of the glass because it falls down. I'm well, anti-straw with the bloody. Yeah, yeah. me too. I, I don't it's personal my personal. I agree. I don't I agree. do that unless unless I'm faced with. A goblet in a restaurant <laughs> of some sort, some sort of ridiculous goblet. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know you get a goblet. A goblet. I've no, never gotten a goblet. No, I've never ordered a no, goblet. But you know, you those clearly aren't huge, going to the bougie restaurants. Those, 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 those huge, but generally, those Bloody Marys are awful. Yeah, I can, I can uh, imagine they are. Most of the time, I'd say 75% of the time when you go into a restaurant, maybe 80%, I'm dissatisfied with whatever Bloody Mary they serve. I'm just yeah. always impressed with the with those restaurants that make a bloody like an event and they have like this the stick in it with like the slab of bacon and like the shrimp and the fucking mozzarella ball and you know god knows what else and then a celery stick (laughs) just for good measure the only place i've ever really seen a, a true bloody bar is at the longboat key club in longboat key florida where they just put out tomato juice and they have old bay celery salt black pepper Bacon, celery, carrots, fucking the little the, the little pickles. What are they called? Come on, Senator. You know what they're called. Uh, cornichons. Yes, thank you. <laughs> he was down <laughs> on the spot. Oh. <laughs> of course he knows what they're called. I did are, we, are we in bougie hour now? Oh, look at that. Listen, you see, bam, know, bam. You talked about detail. This is detail. I know where uh, it to is, go. It is. Look, I know where to go for this kind of information. So, <laughs> so, so they have everything kind of laid out for you, and you just make your own Bloody Mary. It's a COVID? Is it a COVID measure? No, 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 no. It's a Bloody Mary no. bar at the breakfast so, you, setup. You know where else you can get exactly what you described? And I absolutely love it. Buckle up. Yeah. The American Airlines flagship lounge at JFK. Of course. Oh, of course. I swear to you. Of course. Oh, they have God. one of the best Bloody Mary bars you can oh. possibly find. It's exactly Are you on the payroll? what describes. He's on yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> He's on the payroll. Flagship okay. lounge, Terminal 8 at JFK. Go well, this, it. listen, yeah. this validates an earlier conversation that we had about bloodies. Love it. And we have to put the sunday bloody mary pod recording on the calendar for early spring that would we be have great. to do it that'd be so, great let's do it so we got to uh, we got to start thinking about that and uh and and get to it because 
there's obviously a lot of good opinions about bloodies, and I don't really know much about them. I try to forget when, the Worcestershire. You can't <laughs> make a bloody without Worcestershire sauce, or you're fucked. Okay. This is a great. This is a great like springtime master Sunday. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We Let's gotta do a master Sunday bloody extravaganza, and then we'll make some pimento fucking sandwiches and just oh, call it a and day. Just go for it. That'd so, be great. Yeah, we're gonna do, do it. this every year since I had the privilege of attending the Masters. Always do that here. I will gladly host. Let's do <laughs> it. There we go. Awesome. We're doing it. And we will drink from Masters cups that I've collected from my years. <laughs> I love the pimento cheese. It's so good on wipes. It's, it's so, wonderful. It's, it's fantastic. You know where you can find pimento cheese with good spread? Whole Foods. Where? Whole Foods. Bingo. Yep. Whole Foods. Whole they Foods have, has uh, great pimento cheese. You, you know who makes it, though? It's not Whole Foods. The brand, if you've ever spent any time in Charleston, South Carolina, it's from Cali's Hot Biscuit, which makes the best hot biscuit in Charleston. It's awesome. Yes. And the Varsity... In Atlanta, Georgia, in the varsity uh, Is that in a Athens. Club? No, <laughs> it's a hamburger joint. <laughs> <laughs> the they pimento put, sandwich is they the strip put, club. They put, piment, they, they put pimento cheese on their burgers. Oh, that's, that's oh, a that nice touch. Good. Yeah, that's a great touch. Absolutely. I love that. All right, boys, we're coming to the end here of the uh, Hoyo de Monterey Epicure number two. It, has, it is time for the... Uh, Let's make it formal. The formal lizard rating. You're up, Rooster. Go. All right. So uh, for me, the score is a seven. Okay. Puba. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm right there. Um, it's between a seven and an eight. I think just based on the performance of the cigar, and like from, it's really tough. It's not. I think I have to give it a seven. Um, as much as this particular one, it, it performed pretty well, but for me, I, 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 I'm, I, if I could give it a little bit higher than a seven, I would, um, if I could give it a 7.5, I would, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to give this an eight. I, I'm very satisfied, satisfied with the cigar. Um, I'm very satisfied. With yeah. I, I'm very happy with these two bows. It's making me want to dive into my 25 cab that I have at home and I haven't touched yet. Um, so yeah, definitely an eight for me. I'm, I'm really enjoying this cigar. So I'm right there with Rooster at a hard seven. Yeah, I'm a seven as well. Okay. I'm a, I was between a seven and an eight. I'm going to go the other side and give it an eight. Okay. Bam, bam. I'm at a seven, but piggybacking on what Puba said, I'm right smack in the middle between seven and eight. Okay. Right off the, yeah. right off the initial draw for yeah. sure. If I could give it a seven and a half. Agreed. Minute, Agreed. Be- totally. All right, the uh, composite lizard score a seven point three. That's a good. I score. think that's perfect that's score. I yeah, think. I think that's seven, perfect. Seven three six. Yeah, was it? Seven. Nice cigar. Really is a nice it's cigar. It's a good recommend. Yeah, it's definitely a, a recommend. I was again. I said this earlier. I was totally expecting to come in here based on my recent experiences with the cigar and give it a five or a six. Yeah. I really was. See, like in the last third, I think it's just it, it's telling it, in the last third here, like down to the end, it didn't get. Like really, really crappy. Yeah, um, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't really get crappy. I mean, could it use some more time? We, we've been purging for sure. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've <been> <laughs> All right, boys. A seven point three for the Hoyo Epi Two. Very good score. I recommend. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Keep smoking. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, loungelizardspod, P-O-D, that's loungelizardspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.